It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Spencer Pryor gets his wages docked, but Alicia Carnavas does not. She is on the line, waiting to talk women's football with us. How are you, Alicia? I'm well, guys. How are you? Very, very good. good. Very good. Lots to talk about this week. Uh, let's get straight into it. We did uh, touch upon this at the top of the show, but interested in, on your view on the three-point deduction handed out to Cambria United for those extra substitutions against Sydney FC and, and what it means for the top of the table because it's it's turned everything on its head, really. Yeah, it definitely has. And I thought, um, look, for my money, it was a bit harsh. Just as the point deduction, I think, was a bit rough for mm. Canberra. But I think the question during the week has been the fourth official, number one. I think a lot of people have raised that. But then, of course, the responsibility on on Canberra as a club as well and whether or not they should have been just paying a little bit more attention um, at the time. But the three-point deduction, look, for my money, a bit harsh, particularly at this end of the season. It's that pointy end. Uh, and you're right, it's basically just changed that title race a little bit by by ruling Canberra out of that contention completely, I think, at this stage with, what, three matches to go. Um, definitely harsh for them. They'll look at it. They're talking about appealing, I believe, as well. So I think... Um, my question is what happens with the goals? Yeah. Do they lose goal scores as well um, in their tallies and and then players individually as well? Does that come off? So I, I think they've um, said that those goals continue to be counted. Um, <laughs> quite know how that works. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure I did read that, but I'm, I'm happy to be corrected. Um, can, anyway. I stick, can I stick my hand yes, up Yes, please here? do. So Alex. the result is going down as a 3-0 win to Sydney FC, yep. but then the goal scorers yep. are still regal- uh, recorded as goals and can still be nominated for goals of the year and all that It's, it's going to be a quiz question in yep. later years, Alicia. <laughs> Who scored a hat-trick in a yes. game that you lost 3-0? <laughs> that's it. You didn't uh, get points, right? Like That's yeah. it. Zero points, but you get the goals. So confusing for all but look we'll see what what pans out there and i think it's a bit of precedent for for other clubs it's it's also done sydney fc a massive favor uh because they're now at the top of the competition along with their big win of course in that top of the table clash uh with western united at the weekend they've now got to be the hot favorites presuming that punishment stands uh to lift the premiership because they're not only top but they've got games in hand as well yeah they do and i think um with how it looks at the moment, all the golden roads lead and point to Sydney at the moment. No offence, guys, right now, but it is. It's looking very strong for Sydney FC to to finish on top. I know Ante will be pretty pleased with that um, given their, their season. I thought Western United, who were the other real con- competitors for me, um, would be at the top. But, of course, they've got the goal in hand, Sydney FC, sorry, the game in hand. So I, I think they're... They're home and host at this stage of the season. Looking at the games that they have ahead of them as well, I'd be pretty confident to see uh, Sydney finish on top. Alicia, we've got a, a Twitter question from Texi Smith who's asking you to talk us through the uh, the Nat Tobin red card. She's saying that 
The ref doesn't seem to see it when it happens. He. But br- taxis are he. Oh, taxis are he? Is he? <laughs> yes. Okay. There we go. Sorry, taxi. Taxi. <laughs> taxi says the ref doesn't seem to see it, but brings the ball, uh, the play back well after the incident. And, and he's wondering if you have any insight. You know, I wish I did to be, to be absolutely fair. I've looked at this replay three or four times today, just trying to actually catch what happened in back play. I actually can't, quite understand where this second yellow has come from and I think that's why most of us are sort of scratching our heads and looking for perhaps contact off the ball or or anything that sort of led to that that second yellow card and I think Nat Tobin is probably a bit puzzled the same way we all are as well so it's a tricky one too we're just talking about Sydney FC finishing top of the table but um you take out a player like Nat Tobin for the next couple of matches as well, and that might have an impact on their performance mm. and their structure and, of course, the way they play in the next couple of matches. So it's it's a tricky situation, but for my money, Taxi, I'm sorry. I can't see it. I'm a bit lost <laughs> myself. Sorry, Taxi. Um, not just Nat Tobin, of course, who's going to be missing, but uh, Charlotte McLean picked up an injury. Uh, Jada Wyman, I think there's a clash of heads, so she's going to be ruled out for this weekend's game as well. So... Uh, that's the only cloud really for Ante Juric that they've got uh, some defensive issues for the next game, at least maybe a bit longer than that. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm sure Ante, his experience and and the squad that he has, he'll be preparing pretty much straight away for that and starting to to work on that this week in training, of course. So it's it's just the disruption, right? You've got your your defense, who nine times out of ten defense don't change at this mm. point of the season, the structure's there and most teams will build off their defensive lineup um, for the rest of, of the squad and the starting 11. So it just makes it a bit of a difficult um, adjustment, I think for Ante, but as I said, he's experienced enough. I'm sure he'll cope. Yep. I'm and, sure. Um, he's ready to go. Yep. Katie Offer will come back between the posts, no doubt. Um, I wanted your take on uh, a row as well, Alicia, that erupted last week after some comments by Raleigh Dobson on the dub zone. Uh, after the heavy loss suffered by the Newcastle Jets. Now, the Jets players came out before the game holding poppies. I think that was some sort of charitable initiative. I'm not quite sure what it was. But uh, Raleigh said after their heavy loss, they'd have been better off letting the pops play. Uh, Now, several players Mm. have gone public saying it's disrespectful and don't forget who pays your wages. Yeah, I'm not sure about that bit. Uh, Are they Mm. being too precious or or have they got a point? Was it disrespectful? Uh... Where do I start? Look, I'm a believer (laughs) that with um, gain becomes a bit of responsibility. And I think the changes in our domestic league, which has ultimately benefited the players, particularly in the women's game in the last few years, um, means that quite simply more people are watching, more people are engaged, and in turn, more people critique. Um, But in, in terms of Raleigh's commentary, look, I think it was taken out of context for the large part, I think perhaps the way it was said was taken out of context. I think 45 goals against you in a season is not a pretty result for any team. That's not something to really be too proud of. But I just think opinions and, yes, sometimes criticism right now in, in the women's game are a part of the territory. Mm-hmm. And I think um, if if we're coming out with puppies and we're doing all the other things that lead to, to engagement, um, we expect performance, and I think that's important to to weigh up and consider. 
Uh, elsewhere, Canberra beat Adelaide 4-2. Michelle Heyman made it seven goals in four games, uh, scoring a hat-trick in that, uh, in that match. She's now just six goals away from becoming the first woman to hit 100 goals in the A-League women, which is incredible. And her coach is saying she's still the best striker in Australia. Do you agree? I think she's the best striker in Australia today. Absolutely. I think right now she's she's got all things going her way and she's got her iron goal. It's, it's phenomenal. The goals that she scored recently have been really sharp. Um, diving headers uh, recently as well have been exceptional. So for me, Michelle Heyman is is the informed striker in the league right now. I think full credit to her. She's been around the, the A-League for a very, very long time um, and she's still performing and that's not easy. Broski, I'm sure you can appreciate that as well as a striker it's not easy to to keep scoring goals sometimes it just doesn't go your way and that's half the battle with striker mentality so I think um, it'll be an enormous achievement for her to hit the 100 when and if she does this season um, she might have to wait pending pending Canberra and how they track over the next three games but I think she's definitely in four minutes it's good to see okay let's uh, round off the chat by moving overseas uh, disappointment for Sam Kerr and for Chelsea, uh, despite Sam scoring uh, in the early stages of the League Cup final against Arsenal, uh, Chelsea uh, suffering a defeat. Uh, but winners' medals for Steph Catley and Caitlin Ford. Um, and in the Super League, Remy Simpson finally making a debut for Leicester and she scored as well. Yeah, excellent for her confidence and, and just to get on the score sheet is fantastic for Remy. I think Leicester will struggle a little bit just to maybe not be dropped out of that league as well. So that's quite important for them to, to get some goals, but maybe some wins as well moving forward. So if we can look at that, there's a bit of a divide in that league, to be honest. You've got a top five and a bottom five, essentially, that are that are quite quite um, far apart. So great for Remy, but hopefully Leicester can pick it up with um, some results as well. Absolutely. Uh, Alicia, you're going to have to leave it there. Thanks so much as per usual. We'll uh, speak to you next week. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Thanks. See you, Alicia. That's uh, Alicia Carnivas. And incidentally, a word um, on Elise Kellen-Knight, a Melbourne victory has uh, sadly ruptured her Achilles. That would appear to be her Women's World Cup dreams over. Uh, we wish her all the very best uh, with her recovery. Let's hope that's not the last we've seen of KK. She's been a terrific player. Uh, she's 32. It's a tough injury to come back from, but uh, hopefully she will be back. Off to another break. On the other side of it, we will uh, answer some of your texts and your tweets and do a little Euro roundup. Back soon.